You know, I hate to brag, but uh, I did win 11 straight Golden Gloves. <laughs> I wouldn't have brought it up, but since you mentioned it. I didn't mention it. Well, I won them anyway. Well, so what? I mean, you played first base. They always put the worst player on first base. That's where they put me, and I stunk. You don't know the first thing about first base. Well... I know something about getting to first base, and I know you'll never be there. The way I figured, I've already been there, and I plan on rounding second tonight at around 11 o'clock. Well, uh, I'd watch the third base coach if I were you, because, uh, I don't think he's waving you in. October 1st, 2017. Hello! Hello! I object. Oh my god, there you go. You're gonna, you're gonna peek again. Look, I didn't peek there. Oh, shh. Oh, you just did. <gasps> this microphone. You're so loud. So I'm peeking. Whatever. Not like you never peeked before. This is getting very personal. I peeked there too. God bless America. Did, oh, did, I did again. Okay. I'm peeking at your peeking. What? With my eyes. Oh my uh, god, I just... You I, are awful. I've literally never been this loud in my life. Okay, nope. that's not true. No. <laughs> it's never been caught. Oh. <clears throat> I can't, I'm, not, I'm not this person. This this mic is... This is... There's a word for this. Um. Illuminating? No. It's It's casting aspersions. That's what it's doing. The microphone. Yes. Casting them upon you. Uh-huh. Right. Oh. Okay. I am not the person the microphone says I am. It's just recording the truth. I that object. we present to it. So. See, you looked again. You thought I was peeking. Well, yeah. I, I didn't. You got I, really close, though. I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Well, we have nothing to move on to. Here's the thing. <sighs> We don't have any news for you this 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 episode. We don't really have any news. I mean, it's not that we haven't been doing things. Stuff is happening. Stuff is... Okay, that was you. Maybe that was me. I think you peeked there. Okay, so... In fact, for one of the new things that's coming up, a script has been written this yeah. week. What? Yes. I, you peeked. Ha ha ha. Okay, I'm oh, and so did, now. Uh, oh, I didn't do... What the... <laughs> Mm. All right, we're going to stop talking about that because it's really nerdy audio stuff that no so one So one about. of the new things that's coming up had a script written this week. Yes. And the other thing has had a couple of... Working sessions. Sure, let's call it that. Uh-huh. And, that was um, good. Yeah, you like yeah, that. That was good. Very nice. Um, but nothing that we can talk about with either of them yet. So right. got to just wait. We're still nailing down the deets. You know how it is. They don't, but... Well, you know, like, it takes time to figure... They know what that is. Do they? I believe in them. Do you? Why doesn't... He doesn't believe in you. Yes, I do. Are you going to take that? I'm just asking. I mean, honestly. It's a question. Innocent. <laughs> just want to know. <sighs> so there's two projects coming up that are progressing. Yes. And moving along. Those are for real things. Yep. And you will hear about more about them as we are finally able to tell you about them. Yes. Yes. Which will hopefully be soon, but we really don't know. No time frame for when we'll know yet. So Yeah, and we have a third thing that we aren't talking about that we're working on. What? Yeah. Oh, right. Well, we could talk about that. Maybe? I don't know. 
You want to wait? Okay. Well, maybe. When do you? When were we gonna? I don't know. This month we won't have another trip until November. We should probably mention it now because then it'll. Oh yeah. Okay, so I've lied. We do have news. We have a thing. So. And it's all due to me. Aren't you happy? You may remember a show we had called Active Radio. Active Radio had a season of an audio drama. But we still have it. Yeah. You said had, like it's gone. It came out in the past. Okay. All right. It's still there to listen to. Please do if you haven't. It's a very fine show. It's a podcast. Nice podcast. An audio drama. Yeah. And then we turned it into a web series pilot. Which is wonderful. Pretty cool. If you haven't seen it, you should. You should totally check that out. Go to activeradioactiveradio.com or pendantaudio.com and go to the Active Radio Active Radio page. Either way, yep. same site. And there's the episodes right there for you to watch, along with all the past audio drama episodes. But in any case, we've decided that we will be launching a Kickstarter to fund the first season of that web series. Yeah! Because see, here's the thing. Web series is a lot of work. It's a lot more work. work than audio drama is. And we feel that it's so much more work for the actors and... Uh, everybody that we want to be able to compensate them for their time and keep making this great show for you. So we're going to um, do a Kickstarter for it. And it's going to have a very modest goal. Yeah. We're not looking to get rich off of this. We just want to be able to give people something meaningful and say thank you for all your hard work on this show. You know? To the cast. Right. And yeah. it's like, so yes, a nominal amount of money will go to them because really... We're not making money on this stuff, you guys. Right. So we've been working out rewards and what that's going to be. And there'll be yeah. like early access to the episodes or maybe access to blooper reels or commentaries. And we'll have patches and um, other and, cool stuff. And like more Kite Elegante labels and all oh, sorts of Oh, for those of you things. who don't have those. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, highly you Make your own Kite desirable. Elegante. Yes. That's right. Yeah. So um, in any case, that's very exciting. And that we're hoping to launch sometime in October. So I guess, yeah, it's a good thing we told everybody about it now. Yeah. We, of course, don't have a link to it yet because it's not up. But if you keep an eye on PendantAudio.com or our Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr feeds, we'll have links to it there as soon as it's available. And on I'm the sure meads. On the social meads. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure next month, in the next TWIP, we will be able to give you more specific details because it will be up and running by then and probably have like a couple weeks left or so. Right? Nice. So Yes. So... That's cool, right? That's cool. It's very exciting. It's very exciting. We're very excited to make Yay! more Active Radio Active Radio for you. That's right. We all need some more comedy in these trying times, wouldn't you say? And we all need a little more Johnny. Yes. So help us help you. Yeah. From our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., we have M. Sierra Garcia on the line. Hello, Good morning, Good morning Pumpkin. Good morning. How Say are you? Good morning, you? Stella. Ooh, no. There we go. <laughs> I'm good. I'm awake. I've been cleaning. Being domestic I've been today. I'm my ukuleles. Yay. It's a good life. So we have M and her ukuleles. All of them. I only tuned two of them for a little bit. Anyway, you're not here to listen to my ukuleles. <laughs> Welcome to the world of M. How is life up in D.C. without, without and I have to, should preface this, without getting political today? How is life in D.C.? I can't answer that without getting political. <laughs> I'll tell you. I So I grew up here. Mm-hmm. And I love this city. My father was a stonemason and helped. He built this city, but not with rock and roll. 
He was the master stonemason here in Washington, D.C. So rock, D. but not roll. Right, with rock, <laughs> but not roll. Yes, well done, sir. Um, so this city means a lot to me. My dad laid stones on JFK's grave and RFK's grave. He built... Mm. He helped build, when you go to the Museum of American History and you go see the Hope Diamond, mm-hmm. the stonework around it, my dad. Oh, wow. There's a, there's a lot of my immigrant father and my immigrant family built into this city, and it's very important to me. So since January and the behavior and all of it, the disrespect that's going on, it makes it really hard. I, I love this city. And I have become much more politically active in that I will – It's I'm waiting. We've got a little under 1,200 days. Yes. So suffice to say, towards the end, we will, um, as we have before, um, put out your um, online presence information so that um, folks can follow you and then see how you really feel about things. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, considering a tweet I sent out last week – Pretty sure people know where I stand. Yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> but we'll leave it at that. Yes. And um, my family and I just visited D.C., and, and thank you for the insight on some of the goings-on up there. Oh, did you have fun? We had a blast. It was a great Where, time. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Um, we did um, we did the museum, which my kids loved. So cool. So mm-hmm. cool. And um, we did... Of course, air and space, and um, we were there for Memorial Day weekend, so we saw the parade and the motorcycle parade that preceded it. That went on for like four hours. That was oh, Rolling Thunder. Yep, Rolling Thunder. You know what that's for, right? I it's did. A, it's a rolling memorial for um, yes for veterans. That's right. That's right. Super cool. It's really loud. <clears throat> it is. Yeah. Somebody told me about that when uh, when we were there. And then um, we did natural history and, and a couple other very cool, cool things. So, yeah, we had a great time. Thank you for your help on that. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad you guys got to see the city. It's just, I love the city. Yeah. I really yeah. do. Awesome. So that's pretty much what's going on in D.C. It's been about two years since um, we last spoke, so we have lots to catch up on. Good heavens. I'm really boring. It'll take like a minute. <laughs> So, um, Henderson and Havner this season is getting ready to wrap up. I think where we are on the release schedule. So. <laughs> this was the this was the weirdest season. This season has been just a fun ride with interim chiefy and interim captain and the craziness that we've got going on. I've got to tell you. And then we had um, an old character return, and it's been crazy. Oh. I know. I love when I saw it on the <laughs> when I saw it on the script. I I was about to tweet something and I was nope, don't be that person. <laughs> Doctor, I was really is. excited. It was mm-hmm. really fun. And then listening to it, I just I'm nostalgic for the for the old days. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> I'm sure you've you've done all the recordings and everything because I know I've previewed I think the second to last episode for this season already. Yep. Um, so. You're you're probably done, right? Yeah. So, what part of Bobby's life would you like to explore in future seasons? So, we've never really talked about her past or her education, and I I see her as very like, very Elle Woods, 
very legally blonde, Mm -hmm. you know, not the brightest bulb, but totally the brightest bulb. So something where like, you know, she, I I feel like she went to one of the seven sister schools (laughs) and she, she's not, she's just a little, there's like, there's a connection missing that brings reality to Bobby Mm -hmm. and, she has the most amazing intentions. And I've told, I've mentioned this before. She's a Kardashian who wants to be a Couric. You know, she wants to be this really well, well-respected, well-rounded, um, deep reporter and investigative reporter. But she's, she's, there's just that one, that one switch never flipped. So she's much more, more Kendall and Kardashian-y and whatever. And I used to watch that show to kind of give me a little in, little more insight, but now they've gotten so, so absurd. It hurts my brain. Even even Bobby would be like, oh, no, 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 just no. <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like them to go into the past and, like, baby Bobby. Baby Bobby? Maybe, like, so for me, I didn't come out of my shell till high school. Mm-hmm. I was really just always follow the rules, always be quiet, always be afraid of everything until I got to public high school. I, I went to a small private. <laughs> I went to a very small private Catholic school until uh, eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And my brother was the coolest dude in the world. And I was not. I carried a panda bear in my bag and I had to hide it in my bag. But that was my panda bear until the seventh grade. And in the seventh grade, Cindy Spanka saw it. A little jerk. And um, I had to figure out how to handle my life without that critter. And then I went to public school, and I had never been exposed to anything but Catholic school life and Catholics and white people. So it was, you know, being marginally tan um, and having a foreign last name. uh, It was it was a small school. We had maybe 40 students per grade. Oh, that is. Yeah, I was a target. Because I was just weird. And then in high school, when I met a bunch of, when I met just everybody, and someone forced me to go audition to for the high school musical in my sophomore year, it was like, it was like a bomb went off. Like, oh my God, this is the most, and the world opened up, and I have not shut up since. <laughs> well, <laughs> whoever forced you, thank you. Thanks, Amy. <laughs> so, you said either in the first interview or our last interview um to get into bobby you have a pair of heels that you put on are you still doing that (laughs) yeah i still put them on (laughs) although i found like i have the cutest boot oh this is this is me not bobby but i found the cutest boots which is pretty much bobby um last winter so uh i put those on too they're really they make me six foot tall they're they're a lot like my um so i have a pair of patent leather very lightly nude beige um, platform heels that are stunning and look great with everything. So they make me feel like a superhero. So I will put them on and it helps me kind of get in that mood. And then I usually watch like, you know, the real housewives of insert city here. Mm-hmm. That always helps specifically from the West coast. I don't know what that says about California, that the Kardashians and anyway, um, <laughs> but it's fun like cuz they're I'll come home from work and I'm just done and tired and I'll throw on an episode and put the heels on and put laundry away and then all of a sudden 
you know, it starts putting, I'll be watching and I'll be like, oh, 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 no, girl, no. And then there she is. Mm-hmm. Bobby's mm-hmm. not too far a jump from my own personal being. I was going to ask you, where, where, where is the line between M and Bobby? <laughs> Dude, you need a micron microscope or an electron microscope. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm much brighter. Sure. I have the ability to handle logic and math. And not that she doesn't. She just doesn't employ those particular tools. She's like Inspector Gadget, but mm-hmm. who only uses one of his tools. <laughs> so it's okay. just, there's there are moments where, like, because my, my office is right next to this mall that has Saks Fifth Avenue and all the fancy places and there's Gucci and Louis Vuitton and we're getting a, we're getting a Manola Blahnik store. Just very fancy. And I like to walk in there, I go get my Starbucks and then I'll see something and I just hear myself go, oh, no. <laughs> and then I have to remember, I kind of take a mental picture or I will take an actual picture mm-hmm. and save it for myself for when I need to record Bobby. <laughs> I told Jeffrey this like a long time ago. I actually keep before it was a paper notebook, but now it's I have folders on my phone with pictures and stuff. Previously on Pendant when there were much more shows and we had I had a lot more characters. I just kept a book and kept reminding myself of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I have one for I keep pictures and notes for um for Mage as well. Mm-hmm. Just kind of things pop into my head I'm like, you know what? They probably do this. And I told Jeffrey something the other day, and now I forget. I hope he remembers and writes it in, and then my brain goes back. But there was just something. I don't know, it had to do with knitting for Mage. It was something else. <laughs> that's right. That That's her, her downtime, knitting. Oh, yeah, she likes knitting. She'll I kind of have, have this picture in my head from the, the, the early episodes this season. You got K-Lock in a jar. Yeah. Generating and she's just kind of rocking back and forth, knitting away. Everything's going to be okay. Hard to knit with someone who's gelatinous. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Keep going. I was just going to say this is how this is how Major finds her Zen, right? Right. Oh, so now I remember. Okay. So I told I remember I told Jeffrey that I found this that Mage found this special yarn that actually creates a seal once it's knit, so she can make Kaylak a sweater. Perfect. That's what it was. <laughs> and I actually, like, I started thinking about it. Well, if he's gelatinous so that he doesn't have to hold his form, it would have to have some sort of, you know, coating and what kind of... I started to think about the science of it, and then I stopped because fiction. And <laughs> that's about it. That, see, but, but you've come up with a way of making it plausible with some pseudoscience. And right. that's as far as you need to go for something like that. If Star Trek can do it, damn it, so can I. <laughs> or darn it, sorry. No, I, I think what you meant to say was, if Star Trek can do it, damn it, Jim, so could I. There you go. There's, that's <laughs> a ticket. <laughs> so, Mage has, you know, come, a, we're nine seasons now. Not ten. Nine, ten. It's a lot. <laughs> or it's crazy. We're, we're rocking on uh, on the Kingery, and um, we haven't heard Mage beat up anybody in a while. I know. I <laughs> I remember texting. Hey, I kind of miss the old days where, you know, she here's actually I here's a conversation 
from Jeffrey, and I quote, yeah, she hasn't beat the snot out of anybody in a while. Gotta work in a good mage fight scene again someday. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Oh, here's the conversation. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, that When Mage retires, she's going to open an artisanal cheese import-export company. And, um, and he said, well, that and maybe her hand-knit sweaters. And I wrote, well, she's into ponchos lately, since so she ain't cracking skulls on a regular no more. <laughs> she's put on a few pounds, and the poncho kind of is kind to her figure until she's back to her fighting fittest. I'm so glad I have this. This is really good. Um, yeah, so she's not fighting, and she's feeling a little full. And I really hope she gets to beat the snot out of somebody soon. I can't imagine that putting those scenes together is easy. No, so no, I, I can't imagine either. I understand. I understand a little passivity. That's mm. fine. <laughs> how how is it recording the fight scenes? Um, somebody asks, and I quote: um, "Is that fun to record, or does grunting into a microphone just get weird?" I I think it's fun. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So my mic is in my bedroom. Hello. Um, and I will pull out, like, I have several different kinds of pillows depending on what my neck needs. Mm -hmm. Like, if I need something softer, if I need something firmer. So I will set the pillows up and I will beat the snot out of my pillows. Um, or I'll put them on the floor or I beat into the, like, I really get into it and it's super fun. Mm -hmm. What's awkward is when I see a line, you know, line 42, uh, Havner, kissing sounds. Ugh. That's the only time it feels awkward is when I have to do the kiss because that's I got you know it's just weird but mm. the fighting is fun I have fun doing it. I think the last really big fight scene you had was um, the bathroom scene. Oh yeah! Oh, that was so much fun. And we talked about this last time, so it's been a while. Oh my God, that's too long. Yes, yes. Okay, Jeffrey, we need to get uh, Major going to town. Um, yes, please. Yes, please. So also, um, last time we talked, I'm saving a big one for later. Um, <laughs> Great. That's what he said? <laughs> You're welcome. Continue. <laughs> last time you were talking about um, possibly writing some seminar shorts. So, oh, yeah. And... <laughs> Keep going. I believe you did, did you not? I did. I've been writing a couple of things. Uh -huh. Um but then I stopped because my friend Molly and I are working on something. Mm -hmm. um, I've been writing. I wrote a whole bunch of. <laughs> so last December, I went on 14 first dates and last mm -hmm. dates, by the way, because I wanted to kind of clear the cash and just forget the whole electronic dating thing. Mm -hmm. um, so I was writing all of these stories and in three of those dates, I had the same uh, Uber driver. And actually, this first time she picked me up, we had a nice chat. The second time she saw my name pop up and grabbed me. The third time I had her phone number and texted her and said, girl, <laughs> get over here and take the long way because, yeah, I got a story for you. And <laughs> like some of them were kind of normal, but some of them were really just strange and obscure. So I wrote them all down and I tweeted about them and Facebook. I social media about them, but then collected them. And Molly had mentioned, she said, you know, you should really write like a, a one act musical about that. And we were on my nerd cruise and she, mm. she's a professional musician and I have a good friend who's a professional writer. Um, and the two, they were both like, gee, if only you knew two people in the industry who could help you write that. 
So it's something we've been working on, um, which has been really fun. Mm-hmm. But I kind of, it made me stop. Like I was gonna do these little vignettes for a seminar um, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and have them get weird. But now the concept of writing a musical is really kind of fun. So I I put a lot. I've been putting a lot of effort into a music, this mini musical, micro musical. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm super excited and I don't know when it'll come out and I don't know when we'll actually do it. But I know that my little, the collective of really kind, sweet friends in Los Angeles and in Seattle, um, we can definitely pull it together. Oh, so yeah. I'm kind of excited about that. It's the silliest thing too, but I'm, I, cu- I couldn't resist. As soon as she said, you know, wouldn't it be great if it was a musical? Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Sold. Bring it, Malls. I would like to write for... Um, I would like to write more. I just don't know how to be... When I was unemployed, I was really cynical. And now that I'm employed, I'm not as cynical. So <laughs> I can't write, like, crazy, creepy stuff anymore. And I have a really nice boss, so I can't write about mean bosses. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I have a really nice boss, so I don't know what I would write. Maybe I'll save the horror story dates, the really bad ones. I'll save those for See, seminar. those would make great summer shorts. But the, in the end, like, I stayed on the dates because I just wanted, like, honestly, for for, for writing fodder. Like, this mm-hmm. is going to be great. This is just, for I could leave now, or I could get more material out of this. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Anyway, so that's writing and seminaring. All right. So when we last spoke, I asked you about you. We, you know, a lot of the interviews are we talk, we talk about this show, we talk about this other show, and the other, show, you know, all the, the the different things people have been on. But one of the things that I had asked you about, you had not done yet, and that was Shakespeare. <gasps> and you said, and I actually had this quote down, and then my PC crashed, and I hadn't been able to get back to the interview to write it down again but you basically said that you haven't done it and you left it to people who are more shakespeare-y it's that you know right and then talent yes (laughs) and then you go and do mercutio romeo and juliet the 80s sitcom and you do mercutio and you crushed it Oh, bless. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I am actually blushing. Because the thing I hated about that the most, which isn't a spoiler here, Mercutio dies and then we didn't get you for the rest of the play. (laughs) Aw. But your death scene? It was, it was the most, it was, I did so much research. I wanted it to be so good because I... I went digging around to see if in in any production a woman had played Mercutio and like there's a couple little like mom and pop gigs around here and there mm-hmm. and like there was some high school play um and but I always loved Mercutio. I always thought Mercutio was the pivotal point that was it was oh, yeah. he Mercutio as a character is is Romeo's conscience. Romeo's drunken conscience. Um, and I, I, I loved, I loved that character so much. And I thought, well, if they're doing a modern version, every dude's got to have his sassy, snarky, um, lady friend who, you know, dishes out the sarcasm and dishes out and is a little inappropriate. 
And that is how I find, um, I, I think Mercutio is a little inappropriate oh, sometimes. Yeah. So, like, if you read the whole full play, right? He's he's kind of a he's kind of a jerk, but in a wonderful way. And um, so I auditioned, and I thought, well, and I, I did write to I I said, look, I, I I think Mercutio should be if you're gonna do this in the '80s, I think Mercutio should be a female, and be and if it's not me, it could be any female, like. Just pick a female because I think that's important in that time period. And yeah, look at all the John Hughes movies. Yeah, it fits. Yep. So I was really happy, and I'm really sorry for everybody. Whoever auditioned, if you're male, I'm kind of happy I beat you out. Please don't like that's it, not hubris. It's just it was really nice to get the opportunity to do something like this mm-hmm. um, and to play that character. And then last summer, I got to meet Alex Kingston mm-hmm. um, of Doctor Who fame and ER fame. Mm-hmm. She was at a small convention, and um, I waited until there was a lull at her table to get an <clears> autograph. <throat> and I was chatting with her after seeing her panel. And so I said, you know, um, I did, I just did an audio dramatization of Romeo and Juliet, and you've done so much Shakespeare. I, I listened to a lot of her work. Mm-hmm. And a lot of other people's work just to make sure that I was getting the cadence down and mm-hmm. and all of that. And we had a great 20-minute conversation, and I told her I was playing Mercutio. And she said, are you kidding me? That's wonderful. And we had a great chat. Her assistant gave me her email so that when it was done, I could email it to her. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if she listened. But, like, it was – we had this wonderful conversation about how um, Romeo and Juliet, they're the classics – but to keep them, to keep them, to make them a little bit more modern, if you open up that whole, if you forget the gender lines completely mm-hmm. and just open up the character and the person that's behind each character, uh, you find the actor or actress that, well, just actor, because that fits both, the actor that fits it well and that works for your production. So I. I was so happy, so happy. I worked so hard on that. I just didn't want to f it up. You could tell that you really put the effort into it. You were just absolutely amazing. Thank you. The hardest thing was not being able to ad lib. <laughs> <laughs> that was painful. Oh man, yes. I mean, everyone who's ever had to work on my lines, you know. Mm. God help you. And you know, it was really hard not to ad lib. And the whole cast, it came together so beautifully. I was really lucky to work with. I'm, I always feel really lucky. All of these productions are so well done. Mm-hmm. I love that the writers trust me with the lines and the characters. And it's 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 the most fun hobby ever. Let's Let's give you another opportunity for your platform because this is an important thing that you do. Um... The fundraising work that you do, you're still doing um, that, right? Um, I still help with a lot of fundraising. Um, I haven't been able to ride my bike because mm-hmm. I've had some. Um, I apparently had pneumonia last winter and didn't really know, and I was wondering why I wasn't really able to run for very long or walk or ride for very long. Like I could go 20 miles and then I was dead. So I I haven't been fundraising myself. I've been helping a lot of people fundraise, mm-hmm. but still for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, what they mm-hmm. do is 
incredibly special. And they were, uh, I mean, I've fundraised for them for years. And then when I needed them, when my father was diagnosed with leukemia, they were there and it was great. Is that the one where you said give up a latte for a day? Skip a latte, save a life? Yep. Um, or cough up a buck for cancer? Yep. That's another one of my favorites. $5 Friday, mm-hmm. where you could go get, you know, a cheeseburger or you could save a life. You yep. know, I'm just saying, if that latte is very important to you, think about how important, you know, groceries are for someone who is stuck at home um, recovering from chemo you know if that movie ticket you want to go see and i've actually stopped doing this i used to go see movies multiple times in the theater because Mm -hmm. it's amazing but you know you can see guardians of the galaxy 2 one time and then the next time you take that 1250 and you donate it and that's a cab ride to treatment or a copay to see a doctor um if you you know make your own pizza instead of ordering in that Domino's pizza money could be um, could easily turn into funding towards a cure. Uh, and last year, actually, it was a year, almost a year to the date that my dad died. Um, the kind of can the kind of leukemia he had, acute, acute. M- thank you, computer. Um, acute myomonolithic uh, leukemia had not really been studied in geriatric patients, and it was like a year to the date that he died. Mm-hmm. that um, they started doing work on it because they were finding um, what was working for the children, for children with it, was actually starting to work on some of the geriatric patients. Mm-hmm. So they they started, they were able to fund a study. Oh, good. I gave them a, I was unemployed at the, uh, by the time it happened, I was unemployed, but I gave them a pile of money because it was, it was so, it's just so important. Oh, yeah. It sucks to lose your. It sucks to lose someone to cancer because it's not pretty. So. Right. I couldn't save my dad, but I'll try and save somebody else's. Well, you are a good soul. Uh, I'm, I'm adequate. <laughs> anyway, with it's look find find. It doesn't have to be the Leukemia Lymphoma Society. It doesn't have to be. It just find that one place that does something that makes your heart go. <gasps> holy cow, they do that and just give them money because sometimes, you know, they don't need a bag of socks um, or, you know, the the Washington, um, the food kitchen, I whenever I see cans for, so, you know, oh, two for a dollar, I pile a bunch of them into the, and then I put them in a bag and I leave them there because they can use that stuff. Like, I just find something nearby and if what they do makes tears well up in your eyes help them awesome awesome okay on a better on a happy note not that that wasn't happy i just get very emotional about that kind of stuff so um real quick your other endeavors like like your other other things we can listen to where we can get a little more of them oh yeah so (laughs) <laughs> I co-host the Sci-Fi Diner podcast, mm-hmm. which can be found at scifidinerpodcast.com. Um, we have a Patreon up, so if you would like to help us fund our server time. But we com- we have a podcast every other week. We go to conventions. We talk to people. We talk about nerdy things. It's myself and a gentleman named Scott and a gentleman named Miles. And when Scott gets too fussy 
And he starts to pick on Miles. Then I unleash the sass. So it's basically two dudes and me nerding out. It's really fun. And I recently just got a deal with... um, Oh, my gosh. I recently got a deal to do uh, a video game. Which I'm not allowed to talk about. Other than I got a video game. Awesome. Awesome. Congratulations. Awesome. Because you know yes, there, there will time, be a next time. So in two years it'll have been released. Um oh, the other thing I wanted to ask you about. Tell um me. when we last spoke when we last left our hero. Previously you had mentioned that you and Mr. Chris Britton had started talking about writing more of the line. Has there been any development up around that? Or maybe it no. was the one before that and you had said life got in the way and ha- has there been any comeback aroundness life, to that? Life is such a jerk when it gets in the way. So there have been inklings and talkings and then um, he he had a lot of adulting going on and so did I with because he mm. ended up being um, made redundant as they say in Britain. Mm. Um, and then I believe they moved and he and his wife bought a lovely home and now they have the cutest puppy. Well, big dog now. Mm. Um, and then he found another position. So it's, I think, if he's settled and ready to write, my life is a disaster. If I'm settled and ready to write, his life is a disaster. And since it's a labor of love, mm. I have no interest in, in it becoming something like, we must do the thing. Um, we still kind of chat about it here and there, but it's, I think... I think I need to take another trip to the UK and give myself like a two-week vacation and see if we can hunker down with a couple of bottles of gin and get it, see what we can come up with. Well, at least we have an update. <laughs> yeah, it's not as uh, not as interesting as you were hoping, I'm sure. And and I'm going to ask for, for I'm going to ask for one indulgence for myself because um, it's me and it's Genesis Avalon. Uh, would you give us a little Welsh? To Welsh. Oh, <laughs> That is where that shit is. <laughs> Jordan. I don't know if I can do it. It's not quite nice. I feel quite, I feel well, well shit, crap. <laughs> oh, now I've ruined it. Sorry. I. <laughs> no, no, you brought me back to Carrie. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Carrie. Oh, I loved doing that and I felt so bad. I felt so bad. I, I apologize to Kat re- relentlessly. Like, I hope it doesn't suck. I hope it doesn't suck. I love the Welsh accent, and since then I've met quite a few people from Wales, and um, listen to that. I just listen and try and absorb that that accent because I I just I'd like to be able to do it better because Wales is just so fun. All the Welsh people I've met and know are lovely people. You've got to come to Wales, okay? I know that's not the accent, but I know I've ruined it, but. I love the Welsh accent. Well, this is our random time uh, time interval reminder to Cat about um, Patriot. So, Cat, um, <laughs> <laughs> please note, please attention, Cat. We now have a PSA for Cat. So, how can people find you on social media to to get daily doses of M and uh, in various? political and non-political flavors so i've kind of thinned it down i've just i'm only i'm on twitter Uh and that's open to the public Mm -hmm. and that's at s-i-e-i-r-o and then i'm also on the instagrams 
also at S I E I R O. Mm-hmm. Um, I put a lockdown on my Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been some weirdness. There was some weirdness a while ago, and so if you are already friends with me on Facebook, yay! And if you're not, um, please don't be offended because I just kind of I needed to lock it down, and I, every once in a while I go through and call out mm-hmm. uh, people. Not for political reasons. Well, actually, two people for political reasons. Um, it's really weird when you find out your friends are racists. It's great. Um, yeah. yeah. So I, those are the two I keep to right now. Okay. I still have M at M just at www.mjustm.com, but I haven't posted there in a while. Um, but you can go see some of my old photography and crap. And where can people find? Um records of how you um torture telemarketers <laughs> i haven't <laughs> i haven't written all those down yet um while i was talking to will wheaton uh on the cruise yeah i said it mm-hmm. um Jealous. we were talking about that <laughs> and he said you have to find a way to record those and i said i've been writing them down and I, whenever I think of something funny, I keep it written down. I make notes on my phone. So when I get a telemarketer, I can go through my notes and see which one I want to do that day. Mm-hmm. My favorite, I was, uh, so I work for Capital One Bank mm-hmm. uh, at the corporate offices. And um, every once in a while, I get a phone call saying, oh, we're calling from your card company to um, to, to lower your, your credit limit. And I'm like, oh, well, which bank is it? Well, you know, we're here from your credit cards. And I, so I will put it on speakerphone, and the people around me, they just kind of gather with their, their chin in their hands waiting. Um, and I'll say, oh, from like, I don't know, like Capital One. Yes, we're calling from Capital One Bank. <gasps> you are? Oh, my God, that's so funny. I work for Capital One. And I start running through the gamut, and that's always fun. Um, but I think my favorite was when somebody called to tell me that there's something wrong with my computer. And I put on this old lady voice says, what do you, what do you mean what's wrong with my computer? We need this. We're on a fixed income and our side business is very important to us. And the guy just kept going on and I was like, well, you know, you have to push the alt button. What's an alt button? I don't see, what do you mean alt? I see isk. I see tab. I see thun. I don't understand. So I kept going and then I finally lose it. Like, you need to help me here because my husband and I run a pornographic site for elderly people and butt plugs don't pay for themselves. <laughs> he freaked out. Like, don't say those words. Don't say those words. What do you mean? And then I start yelling, Carl, is there something wrong with the computer? I can't believe he stayed on for as long as he did, but it was totally worth it. Great. <laughs> I think it was maybe eight minutes, and I wish I had recorded it. I need to find a way to make a to put. I need to find out what technology I need to do that. They're just too fun. Oh. Sometimes they're lovely. Like if they're calling from a charity, I don't give them any crap. But if they're calling to fix my computer mm-hmm. or lower my interest rates, mm-hmm. then sunshine. <laughs> it's open season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a special place in heaven for you, Em. I know. It's, is there? Oh, it's yeah. Very, it's a little cramped. It's small. I don't think JC's a big fan of of some of the cruelty I issue upon the, my fellow humans. Nonetheless. It all comes from a place of love, of something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jordan. 
What else you got for me, my friend? I think at this point, um, we've got the wonderful things that you do, ways to uh, hear more. So I think we need to kick this back to Jeffrey and Susan. Okay. Should we play you out? Let's play it out. Okay. So I'm playing, um, well, I'm playing Charlie, my tenor ukulele, mm-hmm. uh, and something I've been learning about music, which is there's, every song only has four chords. Two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Sometimes you can change it up and have a fifth one, but then you go back to one, two, three, four. Thank you I so much. I suck less than last time. So that's <laughs> I love the ukulele. It's the happiest, the happiest instrument. Even when it's terrible, it sounds good. It always, it just always sounds like it's happy to make a noise. Sam, <laughs> thank you so, so very much. I too, like the ukulele, am just happy to make a noise. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, you have the patience of a million monks. Oh, God, that's so not true, but thank you. <laughs> You're a good person. It's been a rough week, and we finally got together to do this. So this yeah. is great. Thanks thank so much, Thank you, people. Thank you. Thank everybody, the writers who cast me. Thank you, and uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of burping in my recordings, because I burp while I record. It's weird. Anyway, thanks, Jordan. And we will kick this back to Jeffrey and Susan. <laughs> Hi guys. Bye guys. It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview is over. Coming out Wednesday, October 4th, Kingery, season 9, episode 3. Hey. Hey. Next time on The Kingery. <laughs> Thanks. For what? For not giving me the same bull that everyone else does. Don't be sad for your father. He's in a better place. Or everything happens for a reason. I figure every cop knows that's not true. Yeah, well... It seems like everybody gets stupid when someone dies. I figured you'd bury him on Earth. (laughs) Nah. I spend most of my time near the Kingery, so... Why not? Yeah guess we were both cheated out of our fathers. Guess you have a chance now, with yours. Oh, I seriously doubt that. If I put any expectations on this, it'll just end in disappointment. So, no expectations? None. Only at PendantAudio.com Okay. Let's head inside. This graveside stuff is enough already. Coming out Wednesday, October 11th. As you like it, act four, the pendant Shakespeare. Patience herself would startle at this letter and play the swaggerer. Bear this barrel. Next time on the pendant Shakespeare. Uh, Be of good cheer, youth. You a man, you lack a man's heart. 
I do so, I confess it. They say you are a melancholy fellow. I am so. I do love it better than laughing. You have simply misused our sex in your lap, Pratt. You must have your doublet and hose plucked over your head and show the world what the bird hath done to her own nest. Relationships will be distilled in As You Like It, Act 4, part of the Wild Bill Variety Show. Why thy godhead laid apart, wast thou with a woman's heart? Listen or catch up anytime on desktop or mobile at PendantAudio.com. Did you ever hear such railing? Coming out Wednesday, October 18th, Henderson and Havner episode 24. Season 3 finale! Whoa! All right there, interim chiefie and interim captain. <laughs> Listen to this. Tell him, permanent chiefie. We got the plant foreman's confession of shoe-related crimes on video. That hardly seems relevant. You see, this is what we're talking about, permanent captain. We've got factual confirmation of criminal activity and probable cause to believe Ellery Sparks is involved. Circumstantial at best. I take nonsense. And do you know what we do to those who utter nonsense? Fired. You're both fired. You're all fired. Everyone's fired. <gasps> you can't do that. Can can they do that? You can't fire us. We outrank you. We replaced you. Yes, temporarily. That's what injure means, you fools. Is it possible we've overstepped our bounds? Coming out Wednesday, October 25th, Seminar, Episode 77. Next, on an all-new seminar. Touchdown. Jinx. Damn it. Sometimes your work consumes you. Fifth time you've used that word today, Leonard. You know it makes you sound a little old-fashioned. You know what? It wouldn't hurt to go one day and not do it at the table. But that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. These notifications never stop. Perks of manning the company Twitter. <laughs> Easy to say when you're not being flanked by Nazi trolls all day. Troll back. Yeah, I'm not sure about trolling. Boss wants us to be paragons of public relations. Whatever that means. And then... Not a fan of s'mores? I'm sorry? I've seen everyone eat at least two. Except for you. Um, stalker much? <laughs> I like to think of it as being meticulously observant. Looks aren't all that they seem. I, uh, think your boyfriend's trying to get your attention. Boyfriend? Sorry. I saw that he arrived with you, so I sort of assumed... He wishes, though. Unlucky for him, he's got the wrong body parts. Sorry? Well, I'm gay. And then... You look like a student, you sound like a student, but the student is right there with his hollow box connected to a diagnostic table, and he is clearly a hologram. But I'm also right here. I promise, Alice. It really is me. Did he not tell you what happened? What? No? Alice, this organic life form contains the genetic markers of the Zerunumal. Zerat recommends containment of the life form. That's not necessary. I'm not here to hurt anyone. Find out what happens when Seminar Episode 77 comes out on October 25, 2017. Only at PendantAudio.com. La la la, the show is almost done.
We are now at the end of the show. Oh gosh, that's it. We've done it. Except I just remembered there is another piece of news. We saw the show news and now we have two pieces of news. What'd you do? It's a thing that's going to start in early October and I forgot because it wasn't yet and it's on my list to put, post about and do next week. Uh, uh, the Kingery 100th episode is in November. Oh, Early geez. November. So oh, in the month of October, we will be soliciting you folks for contributions to a 100th episode reel. Yeah, we need you to say nice things about the Kingery. If you like the show. Because we literally give our cast nothing else. Oh, we... No, that's... Okay. <laughs> Listen, we've done it for every 50th episode right. of a show that's gone that far. We've never had one reach 100 before. This is really? big. It's a pendant first. It's so cool. What? So it'll be up there as part of the podcast feed and on the website along with episode 100 and the commentary for that. So we definitely want you all to be a part of that. So um, look for news on that on, again our website or on actually it probably won't be news on the website but it'll be on twitter and facebook and tumblr yeah. and with the submission instructions and what you can do it can be any length you want just record a little something and fire it off you can even record it on your phone and just email it right from there yep super easy it's the future yeah so be sure you do that and then you too can be part of kingery episode 100 cool all right be sure to stop by the website at PendantAudio.com, the Yahoo group at groups.yahoo.com slash group slash Pendant, the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash Pendant Audio, the, the Twitter at, oh, 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 I had a brain fart. Oh, no. At Pendant Web on Twitter. Just just go there. Okay. okay. And then PendantAudio.tumblr.com. Okay. Yes. And, and And YouTubes. We're on the YouTubes. Yeah. Slash Pendant Productions. Check okay. it out. Yeah. All right. Good job. I, I somehow made it. You made it. Sort of. I stumbled a lot. It happened. Need some crutches. But I got there. It's like sort of a forward roll into the end. I fell down the hill. Yeah. But I made it look cool. Yeah. No. It was like a log roll. Oh. That's oh, okay. Okay. We'll see you next month. This is Susan Bridges. And Jeffrey Bridges. Thanks for listening. Are you going to peek through the whispery thing? That would be amazing. Like a shouting whisper. Do it. <laughs> oh, not even close enough. Come on. Oh, I did it. That wasn't a whisper. You cheated. What? Boop. <laughs> uh-huh. And, that was um, good. Yeah, you like yeah, that. That was, was good. Very nice.